Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. All right, let's talk about the NFL. Last week. I mean, the NFL last week was, it was a really fun week of football. A lot of unexpected, a lot of unexpected across everywhere. Folks, what did I tell you about what happened? What happened? Um, so, nothing. What I happened? I can't talk about it. I'll oh. talk about it during the break. Just some bad news. What did, I ha- my- what did I tell you about the Minnesota Vikings? Why you stay away from them yeah. at all costs? Yeah. Like, of course, it was the Minnesota Vikings that give the Detroit Lions their very first win. Yeah, the that, only win. That was easy. Of course. This team is so ridiculous. Like, talent all over the place. Talent on offense. Yeah. Talent on defense. Poorly coached. Always choking. Just awful. They gave up. Did you guys see the game-winning drive? Yeah, it was bad. This this series was insane. I was paid to watch it. That's how bad it was. I was like, they, please, t- I I'll dock I, my pay. I will leave right they now. They should fire Mike Zimmer. They, they, I can't I believe they he's still will. employed. They he, shouldn't been, he shouldn't have made the trip back. They went up 26-22. Minute and 50 seconds left. <laughs> allowed Detroit and Jared Goff to go 75 yards <laughs> on 14 plays and score the game-winning touchdown yeah. on fourth and two with four seconds left on the clock. That's a great throw by Jared Goff. Night, night, sleep mask, Vikings. Like, that was insane. Yeah. Mike Zimmer's got to go. Yeah, he's got to. I mean, they're, they're an offensive team, and for some reason he tries to continue to be this defensive-minded team, and it's like you saw it yesterday on that final, dri- on that final drive from Jared Goff, of all people, in the Lions. Jared Goff, 75 yards, two-minute drill. Did like, you see his girlfriend? Or maybe yeah. it's his wife. That's his girl. His girlfriend. Yeah, she was doing a swimsuit shoot. and for Sports uh, Illustrated. Whoever was, I guess, producing the shoot showed like your your husband or your boyfriend just had this game winning drive and she's like what starts freaking out and she was like I never knew he was capable of that yeah I mean she, <laughs> the, well, the, she's the, like wait the, without McVay those checks keep coming in that's so his I, first win without McVay without Sean McVay that's actually crazy by that me. was awesome though to see that happen um and watch Dan Campbell in the press conference class act yeah he I was terrible in that game the the uh the decision to go for it on yes fourth it was down. bad oh my god it's like they don't want to win games. that's how bad Minnesota is and this is Minnesota. I told you guys a couple weeks ago when they beat Green Bay, I'm like, oh, that's their Super Bowl. Yep. Not now it is. fade them every single week. This is what they do. Kirk Cousins, like the statistics look great. Kirk Cousins at noon or 1 p.m. is a completely different quarterback than 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. Kirk Cousins or prime time. And that's the problem. I don't want my quarterback to be different in every time slot. You're making $100 million guaranteed. And defensively, they stink. And Mike Zimmer, like, I think it's time for Mike Zimmer to go. I don't he's got to he, go. Unless they rattle off, like, unless they win out and sneak into the playoffs, I think he's gone. Speaking of roller coaster rides, Cincinnati Bengals. Like I said, folks, these, listen, they. That was a good call. Remember, they beat. The easiest bet of the week. That was also. easiest bet of the week. And I hated the Chargers, but I like, I was like, mm, Cincinnati's so overvalued. They're in this so. Season. They, well, beat up on the, the, they beat up on the Steelers. Well, not just that. Every time they win a huge game, they let down. So they, they beat the Vikings in the opening game, and then they gave the game away to the Bears the next week. Then they stomped the Ravens, and then they give up over 400 yards and lose to the Jets the next week. Yeah. And then. Last week, they have a huge divisional win over the Steelers. Who they already beat the Brakes off of. Who also suck. Who also suck. We'll talk about them later, though. Sweeping the series with the Steelers for the first time in over a decade and then naturally losing in dramatic fashion to the Chargers. Like, Burrow has dislocated his pinky now. Yeah, that was gross. Had one of the worst interceptions given to him in history. And, you know, Herbert looked tremendous. Yeah. So I don't know if I don't know which team uh, of those two are actually a threat for the playoffs. What we're, do you guys think? Well, now with the Chargers, I'm looking at their schedule because I will fade them next week. Who are they? Oh, they're at home against the Giants. Well, 
maybe I'll stay away from that. And Daniel Jones has already pretty like, much been ruled out. I think I like the Giants. I think I like uh, the Chargers at home against the Chargers. Uh, what's the line right now? I mean, ten. Ten. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm, stay, I'm probably not that. even going to bet. I think that I'm going to stay away from that. But I mean, the Chargers. I mean, you you go against that defense of the, the Broncos. You beat the breaks off of them, and then you got the Giants the following week. Giants defense is pretty good. They tried to hold their own. But Remember, my, I told you guys take way. Miami minus four. You guys called me crazy. Eyes on the Giants. They should have backdoored that too. I didn't even. I yeah, I didn't even play that Mike game at all. Glennon. Stayed away from that. It went that to seven, my, and I was like, all right. That was it. one of my yeah. only – oh, I had it at four before the yeah. Glennon news came in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they could have easily backdoored that seven. The Dolphins are are interesting. Now they get the bye, too. And yeah. they, get the, they get the bye, and then after the bye, I believe they get the Jets, I want to say. I don't have it in front yeah, of like me. The rest of the schedule is cake. Like, we all cake. four of us could go get out there and play the Dolphins schedule and win. Like, hey, everybody loves Tua. I Tua do. makes, like, three three plays down the, three throws on the field, even though I would love him to play quarterback for Washington. But Listen. maybe that's a terrible take now because Heineke is, like, alive, I guess, now. Even though he throws hospital balls on every single play, <laughs> like, now he's a great quarterback. I can't stand it. Um, I wish they would lose, but not at the root for him because they have the over on their win total. And, you know, my team has five divisional games left. And we can go to the playoffs because we get to play Dallas and Philly twice. But to, the thing about Tua and Miami is they, and I want to ask Baldy about this later, but like this is the most RPO team in the entire league. Mm-hmm. Tua has the highest passing completion out of any quarterback. His stats look in some respects identical to Tom Brady. He's like leading the NFL in all of these statistical categories. But the question, I guess, is, like, if you have to run RPO for Tua to be effective, like, how effective is that style of offense? Because they're basically building – there's this whole article that came out on The Ringer, uh, I want to say either yesterday or the day before, like, Tua's the most effective in RPOs and, like, not effective in anything else, but they've built their entire offense around that with playmakers like Waddle that can do all these different things and scheme that way. Uh, and they don't run the ball. Well, we talked about this on the show I do with J.P. Flame on Sundays inside the betting lines, and literally presented by BetMGM. You can check it out, 12 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. Um, we we talked about it with Tua coming back from injury, surgeries, all these injuries that he's had. It's cool to make life easy for him, especially when he's coming back. Like, he's supposed to be a superstar quarterback, but getting him acclimated back to playing a full season as a game manager is perfectly fine. Yeah. Like so, So if they have to run RPO – uh, if yeah, if they, if, they, if they have to run RPL just for him to be effective in this year, just get him on the field, keep him on the oh, field for sure. My, my God, just keep him doing the that. But next year, like, they'll, I mean, he's smart enough and talented enough if he's healthy to run any offense. I feel you saw yeah. it in college. So you know, he's the most effective uh, at two and a half seconds of throwing or less. Yeah, I mean, he has the worst metrics um, from top to bottom when he's throwing over twenty yards or more. Yep, everything, everything else. Under twenty yards, slants, all this curls, all these the things. I mean, but but also, I mean, look at guys like who've made their money in this league for a very long Dinking time. Dinking and dunking, the, like bet, Tom the Brady. best quarterback in history of football is Tom Brady, but he can also do a but little he more has than a, chess. The question is, Tua can throw a deep ball though. I like Tua. He's one of the worst quarterbacks throwing over, like throwing deep with time. He's just so in accurate, the NFL. he just can't throw the deep ball. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you I think mean, that just comes with time? Do you think that's a, a playability chemistry thing with his receivers? I think it'll be like a Chad Pennington type where he'll just never have the arm strength, but he's always going to have the accuracy. Yeah, he I has mean, arm strength, though. I, can, I saw him throw that fade in the national title game. They got to get him. You know what they need? They need some big receivers on the outside. And that's they need to they stay need. healthy. And that's like that. That's pretty. Uh, once, if I see him healthy two, three, like I wouldn't be surprised at what he can be. I'm if surprised he's that 
You know who would be really good right now with what they're running is Jarvis Landry. He was like a, yeah. a yards after the catch monster in Miami. Well, Jarvis loves mediocrity. So, yeah, he does. You know, he'll stay in Cleveland and have Baker Mayfield, aka Purple Heart, go out there and act like he's a tough quarterback well, and he's the, not. The problem is, like, Tua's not even going to be the quarterback in Miami no. next year. I mean, I they're don't either. Know if that's true. I think I think they're going to do everything they can for nah, Deshaun. Right, well, right I think everybody's. I think everybody's waiting to see. If Deshaun comes back, does Deshaun get to play next year? Yes. Because if you're not going to trade for Deshaun if he's just going to retire. And this is the best thing that Miami could get right now is if Tua's balling out, and let's say they do make the postseason, but his stock would be through the roof. It makes this. it even a more interesting trade ship next year. I mean, at least going into next year with this team, because now they could even sneak into the playoffs. Like I said, they, like, they go to the bye week, and then they get the Jets after that. The Jets are a disaster. But, I mean, I would like Tua. I'd probably choose Tua over any rookie, any any college quarterback. Like, who are you going to go with? Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral? I, I don't know. I, it's my I'd boy from Western Kentucky Tua coming out this year. In year three. What's his name? Zappy? Zappy. Zappy. Is, is he coming out? Is there a guy from Louisville coming out? <laughs> Lamar Jr. Lamar Jr. Yeah. He's got like what? He's got a couple years. I left. think another thing that was like interesting is how good the Chiefs defense has become. The Chiefs suck. Yeah. They but, have but given up just 56 defense. points in the last game, five games. But the Chiefs also suck. Like that, like I walked away from that game. Like I covered, I won money. I, that was my biggest play uh, Sunday night was betting big on them to cover the number. I got eight and a half. Mahomes is all over the place again. They suck. Like they suck. And I'm very concerned about them moving forward. Like I wasn't walking away from that game. Like, oh, look at the Chiefs. They're going to be fine. Tyree like, Crail did nothing. I took the Chiefs under uh, team total under 28 and a half. And that felt good pretty much the entire way out. Like, he had some awful drops. The two drops. Awful. You know what's funny is Andy Reid, uh, they interviewed him at halftime, and he was like, oh, distraught over the drops. And then they come out in the third quarter, and Tyreek drops too. Mahomes, and, like, teams have figured out how to play the Chiefs. Like, that's the thing. The Chiefs could be the Chiefs if they want, but teams are just going to play those deep safeties, take away the deep ball, and they're like, okay, you could do the cute stuff underneath because we know when we get you in the red zone, we're going to be able to limit you to field goals, or you're going to get aggressive and go for it on fourth down. They just yep. don't have so a running game. that's all they do now, you know? They don't have they a have, running game. And, and yet they want to make they Edward need a, They need an actual offensive line, too. Yeah, now, they don't do. just draft high, like, big-time names on the offensive line. They've got some injuries on the offensive line as well. But you have to draft them to do what you want them to do. Like, there are running, there are running, run-blocking offensive linemen. There are pass-blocking offensive right. linemen. Don't just say who's the best offensive lineman in college football or uh, in the NFL in the free agency market and just draft them and then put them all together. Like, it's actually a science to what guys pair well next to what guys. Yeah. And speaking of, like, you were talking about cover two shell. Like, we'll talk about this in this game with the uh, Buffalo Bills tonight. But I saw this stat earlier talking about the Bills. And defensive have defenses have used two high shell on 57% of snaps against the Bills through 12 weeks. Yeah. Over the past five seasons, only one offense has seen a higher frequency. The 2021 Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So, like, you got explosive offenses that take the top off. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, great skill position guys, cover two shell. Everything has to be underneath. And that's why everybody's like, what's going on with uh, Stephon Diggs this year? Well, that's what's going on. The same thing with Tyree Kill. And that's why I can't wait to watch this matchup tonight because they're going to put J.C. Jackson on uh, Stephon Diggs. And last year, he absolutely <sighs> he killed. Cooked, and I and I kind of wanted to take, like, Stephon Diggs' number tonight is so low. I think it's like 50, 50 Nine and a half, fifty-eight and a half. Like all year, his number has his receiving yardage number has been like seventy-five, eighty, eighty-five. They but must the be weather. thinking about the weather. I mean, and oh, then, oh, of course and it then, is, but that's then, why I'm like JC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but he, he I kind of like. JC. But I'm I like, really bro, like buy Cole low. Beasley. Like you will never see Stephon Diggs' number that that's low. Why, like that's why I want to. I kind of want to take it, but of course we'll talk more yeah, about that as we get closer. And I know we will, but another one that that I was looking at. And we'll look at the number was maybe going to be um, some unders 